0: Hello, it's good to be with you again. I'm Mr. Phil of Meadowlark Tutorials and Dyslexia Ottawa in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. This is my podcast, my tutor, Mr. Phil. I'll be sharing ideas and insights about living, learning, and teaching those with learning disabilities and difficulties learning. October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. This is the third Dyslexia podcast in this series. For Dyslexia Awareness Month. This episode is about dyslexia and executive functions. Executive functions are the building blocks that help one learn, live, and develop. They are a set of mental skills that include working memory, flexible thinking, and self control. We use these skills in every aspect of daily life to organize, learn, play, work, and manage emotions self-monitor, and understand different points of view. Some people are able to develop their executive functions easily and quite naturally. Some require role-play, games, and experience to help develop theirs. While others may struggle for years and may not have a good grasp of their executive functions for many years or even into adulthood. Students of all ages who struggle with executive functions often experience frustration, anger, and failure. As school, work, and life intensify, so do the struggles. Executive functions are very important to help control and manage the commands from our brain that determine what we are doing in our life. Without them, we don't know what to do, but we try. And we try by following what others do or using trial and error. But not really knowing what we are doing and what the missing pieces are, we thrash around struggling to keep our heads above water. Neuropsychologist Elkanon Goldberg describes the prefrontal cortex as the brain's chief executive officer that helps us plan and perform objectives. However, when one of these executive skills is missing, it makes learning difficult. Most children with dyslexia frequently have deficits in executive function skills. This is one reason why learning can be such a challenge. Executive functions are 1. Emotional control The ability to modulate or deal with one's feelings. In most cases, during an emotional outburst, rationalizing is ineffective. It can be used to understand emotions after the fact but one cannot rationalize away an emotion. 2. Inhibition This is the ability to control one's own thoughts and actions. In individuals with ADHD, actions can come before or without access to the thought that produced the action. The impulsive action seemingly comes out of nowhere. This is why mind-body techniques can be so effective for those with ADHD and those with inhibitory problems. Mind-body techniques develop access to the underlying thoughts and the ability to control them. Additionally, techniques to control sensory input are also very helpful. 3. Working memory. This is comprised of several forms of memory that all work together. Visual memory, visual memory manipulation, auditory memory, and spatial memory. 4. Initiation The ability to start a task. Initiation can be difficult for many. Some also do not know how to create a starting point. Anxiety caused by initiation will generally suppress initiation and can result in procrastination. 5. Planning and Prioritization This relies heavily on visual memory and visual memory manipulation. The ability to use imagination to see oneself carrying out tasks or seeing what will be needed during the process of carrying out tasks, such as cleaning one's room, making lunch, doing a project, completing assignments and homework. For most people, these processes usually operate below the level of consciousness. For those lacking these skills, they must be developed at the conscious level before they can become automatic. 6. The ability to go with the flow. Being able to think and adjust as situations change. This can be extremely difficult and anxiety-provoking for a person as they attempt to control their environment to ease their anxiety. 7. Organization. Organization is heavily reliant on visual memory and visual memory manipulation. Using visual memory manipulation helps one visualize efficient ways to organize objects. And eight, self-monitoring. The ability to assess one's performance. High levels of anxiety will inhibit this skill. The International Dyslexia Association gives this explanation to help state the importance of executive functions. Quote, reading for meaning requires students to organize many different types of linguistic information at the word, sentence, and paragraph levels. When reading material that incorporates complex or figurative language, students also need to shift back and forth between the major themes and relevant details, between concrete and abstract information, and between possible literal and symbolic meanings." Quote. Brandon Fisher of the Concordia University School, Shanghai, stressed in the September 11, 2018 blog, Some teachers, whether new to the classroom or seasoned professionals, see people with poor executive functions as being lazy or lack motivation. People with poorly developed executive functions are far from lazy. As we have learned, these are skills that must be learned, developed, and practiced. If this has failed to occur, then a person may exhibit a lacking in certain abilities. Before they are marked with negative labels, perhaps looking more closely at their level of executive function development should occur and then remediated. People with dyslexia can experience a delayed development of these skills. I was one such person. Confusion and frustration can develop if executive functions are weak or missing. A dyslexic person is once again trying to fit in in a non-dyslexic world and not understanding why social cues, emotional control, and self-monitoring are not making sense. In 2010, Booth, Boyle, and Kelly highlighted in the British Journal of Developmental Psychology that children with a reading disability, have difficulties in several executive functions, including maintaining relevant information in working memory, repression of irrelevant information, and accessing material in long-term memory. They go on to find that they observe deficits in verbal phonological fluency, verbal categorical fluency, and working memory, self-monitoring, and flexible thinking. Brandon Fisher also states, "...without fully understanding the role of executive functions, parents and teachers are often confused when a smart and capable student teeters on the brink of school failure." This was my experience in school. The lack of my developing executive functions and it not being identified and remediated resulted in me and my teachers being perplexed why I was not thriving It was not until I learned about executive functions at teacher college that I self-identified this as being one of my big problems. I then set out to learn more about them and to teach myself. A student at any level with dyslexia and weak executive functions faces uphill learning and living struggles. It is imperative to identify their needs, development level, and executive function fluency to properly assess them and then develop a thoroughly designed, individualized remediation program that will introduce, teach, and practice executive function skills. The International Dyslexia Association states, students often struggle with reading, and writing demands because their weaknesses in the core executive function processes affect their accuracy, efficiency, and overall productivity. This is really important for parents and teachers to know because it stresses the need for dyslexic children to learn and develop executive functions early in life to help them live, learn, and grow with greater clarity and understanding. Not doing so really sets the dyslexic student on a road of potholes and pitfalls that just aren't fair. We are setting them up to fail when they otherwise could be very successful. Teaching a dyslexic person is not just about reading and writing. It is about the whole person, all their bits and pieces, good and bad. As educators, we require the right information and the skills to remediate the students so they may enjoy learning with success. Seek out information to strengthen your teaching skills. Become an advocate for dyslexic students and their need for a whole-life learning experience. Here are three resources for you. One, Harvard University has some excellent guides to help teach executive functions for age levels from toddlers to adolescents. The easiest way to find this website is through a Google search for Harvard University, a Guide to Executive Function. Second is from the Concordia University Shanghai blog and can be found through a Google search at Concordia Shanghai blog executive functions. And the third is the International Dyslexia Association, found at www.dyslexiaida.org That's it for now. It was great talking with you. I'll be back soon with another Dyslexia Awareness Month episode on the My Tutor Mr. Phil podcast. Bye.